1: We are joined by NFL Network Cynthia Freeland. Cynthia, appreciate you joining us. Listen, I want to I get this right off the bat, and I just want to be completely honest with you. And, uh, and you may look at me differently after I, I, I say this <laughs> to you. Um, earlier this week, I went to the dentist for the first time in seven or eight years.
0: Good for you. Uh, it was nine, incredible. Cynthia.
2: It was this nine. It'd be good for him. Did you misunderstand that, Cynthia? Nine years, sister. At least he did it. At
0: least he did it.
2: Gosh dang it! He he ain't one of them guys, Cynthia. He needs he needs to be beat down a bit. Not 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 built up now.
0: I
1: thought you would just say. I thought honestly, I thought you might say.
0: (laughs) No no no! You're on a streak. You're gonna. I feel like this is the beginning of a very beautiful relationship with your dentist. (laughs) One one cavity, just one. That's good. It's not bad
2: at all. No, it's I'm one too many.
1: I'm happy. Next gen
2: stats got anything on that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that all right, uh, Cynthia, thank you for joining us. But um, I, I'm curious as we look, the big story right now here in Houston is is who is going to be the next coach. And we've seen it throughout. I, I, I've seen some some boards say that Jonathan Gannon is leading. What? What? How do you think that goes down with the Texans and who their next their next head coach will be?
0: Well, I understand why Jonathan Gannon would be kind of in the right up there because of his relationship with Nick Casario. So potentially that is the reason for that. I thought a lot of their, like, second interview guys have been really good. I love Mike Kafka. I think that's, like, a low-key, like, up-and-coming coach that, you know, even if he doesn't get this job, it's smart that the Texans are thinking that way. It shows you that they're kind of on a, a really good direction. This is a great job. Like, I, you know, some people – like we all rank the jobs, right, the open head coaching jobs. And for me, this one was number two after the Carolina Panthers job, and that one just got filled by Frank Reich. So, you know, I think this is a really, it's a really up-and-coming job, and, you know, anyone who gets it is going to be, like, truly, it's there's a lot of assets to work with. There's a nice defensive line. There's some good draft picks from last season, and it just feels like lots of upside in division that is, you know, reachable.
2: How much of of what has gone on in Houston over the last couple of years? I think it's a dead horse, and we've been, trust us, here locally. We've been beating that dead horse for a couple of years now. But it's it's been a, a mess here. How much how much do you think that plays into um, the your rankings of the job and just the thought of of the the candidates in terms of of coming here to Houston?
0: Well, I think that the you know at least in football circles, I think that a lot of the the problems are—I don't want to say gone, but not there anymore.
1: You mean Jack? And the, you mean Jack Easterby, Is that what you're referring
0: to? <laughs> you know, and also, I don't think it was fun for anyone to decide how to handle Deshaun Watson either. So, yeah. you know, I think the two of the major hurdles are now in the past, in the rearview mirror. So, with that being said, we all get—we all get a chance to move on, right? And every single one of us. So, at the end of the day, it's. You know, you you don't have, like, look, making hard decisions is part of the job. Those people get paid very handsomely to do that. So I'm not crying for anyone that, you know, has those roles or is charged with those things. But at least the perception of where the problems are, it feels like, you know, there are now resolutions to those problems. So you can move forward. And, you know, Nick casero is a very, very smart executive, a very well-spoken, well-thought, you know, very thoughtful, very logical you know, a guy who like life's about being able to communicate and, you know, it's in, you know, I, I don't know how he is with the media. But in general, I know that my football people say that he's a very, very easy guy to understand what the expectations are and how to achieve them.
1: Well, as you as you uh, spoke about uh, Deshaun Watson, that's the big thing they need to fill is that quarterback position. And they have the number two pick in the draft. Um, you would think. One of the quarterbacks uh, it, it be there if they want to take them. What, what what are you hearing? Potentially, could be uh, the selection there for the Texans.
0: You know, it's funny because when you talk about those quarterbacks, like I told, I I'll admit it. Like I, you know, I tell the the brass in Chicago to pretend that like they're going to take a quarterback not because they want to but because you know then it could potentially drive the price up for someone who wants to get a quarterback right (laughs) but I think you know this is the time of year where whoever we say right now it never ends up being the, the person that goes you know first second or sometimes even third right except for maybe Andrew Luck that one was like start to finish like you know the same the same guy with the the number 1 draft pick but you know it just seems like it shifts and it and I think you got to get the coach in there first because depending on the kind of strategy that you want to have I think the coach and the GM like this is the like this is where you make your money in the in the NFL is picking the quarterback that's the position and we all talk about the advantage that you have of a quarterback on a rookie deal and it is very true I mean look at some of these teams like you know <laughs> Joe Burrow on a rookie deal is a saving grace for that Cincinnati Bengals team, same thing with Jamar chase and he, so it's, you know, those two things and same thing with Brock Purdy and same thing with Jalen hurts, all three of them rookie deals. So um, it's, it's very helpful for a team and suggests a lot more opportunity for success, especially if you seemingly get it right. Not, you know, look, Brock Purdy, that one's just absolutely amazing, but you know, I'm talking more about like the Jalen hurts of the world or the other quarterbacks of the world. Right. So, you know, that's, you got to get your coach in first. So, you know, what style, and what to build around because there are pieces there. It's just it's all about making the pieces work together.
2: Cynthia Freeland of NFL Network joining us on Sports Radio 16 Houston's sports leader. Cynthia, you mentioned a couple of other quarterbacks, a couple of other teams there, um, but you, you you left one of them out of the mix. And so let's let's move that direction with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, we, one of your co-workers, James Palmer, dropped a video uh, early yesterday <laughs> of of Pat Mahomes simply going through warmups, and and I think it was one of the I think it was a very powerful video. I think it it swung the line in that ball game a little bit. But just <laughs> your thoughts on on that video dropping and and kind of that Pat Mahomes' dynamic on that that uh that that particular game and and the line itself.
0: Yeah, well, I mean the only reason I didn't bring up Patrick Mahomes in that last argument was because he's certainly not on a rookie <laughs> deal. Right, he's, right. he's getting paid. <laughs> but look, the Patrick Mahomes, the influence he has on the team's ability to win I don't think it's surprising that the line moved based on his potential injury status or seeing a video that seemed to refute that. High ankle sprains are one of those things that have such a big like range and spectrum of what that actually means. I mean, it's not a good thing, but some high ankle sprains are not as big of a deal. Other high ankle sprains are worse than breaks. Like it is just, it's it's very hard to understand as an outsider. So I think seeing that instilled some faith because at the end of the day, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, yes, the Bengals have had significant success against him but without a 100 percent patrick mahomes it's a completely different ball game so i i understand the lines movement i understand you know i i still don't know what i think in terms of like like does that video i mean i watched it like six or seven times a week what does does that show me what happens when you know trey hendrickson is coming right at you or sam hubbard like i i guess that's where i get a little like i'm like okay whatever but it is also worth noting that patrick mahomes has the most Touchdown passes and yards thrown from a clean pocket this season, which means you know even even though we think of him scrambling and extending dropbacks and making something happen, Mahomes' magic, right? He also does the like the normal things right as well.
1: All right, so I, I just want to get your thoughts then on this weekend's games. Where where is where is it pushing you in terms of what the Super Bowl matchup will be?
0: yeah i think we're going to get a rematch of miami a couple of seasons ago i do actually think i have i mean they were both upsets at one point but i have the chiefs and i have the niners making it to arizona in two weeks in part a couple reasons why but you know, the Chiefs, for me, it's Andy Reid with time to craft and the right sorts of things against. At some point, the number of injuries on the Bengals do come back to haunt them. And last week, this time, we were like, there's no way the Bills will lose to the Bengals because three offensive linemen, blah, 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 blah. And then now I think it's swung too far. Like, oh, they don't even need offensive linemen. They just, you know, Pat, Joe Burrow's just going to, like, pass no matter what. Like, okay, I, I think now it's a very close game, but I think the Chiefs eke that one out by just the smallest of margins. And then as for the 49ers, I understand that no rookie quarterback has ever won a conference championship and they've certainly never made it to the Super Bowl. But I think it's a little different scenario when you not, just take the number of like absolutely ridiculous skill players on offense, Kyle Shanahan's incredible play calling ability. I mean, the 23% empty set situation last game was just really masterful. And that's the kind of defense they're facing. It's sort of like a preview defense, the four man rush, like not a ton of blitzing, I just think Kyle Shanahan's going to have some tricks up his sleeve for that, and at the end of the day, Fred Warner's just like this nasty man that's going to not allow them to run, which will change the complexion of what Philadelphia is able to do on offense. Too, and by the way, that I haven't even talked about their defensive line, but you know, I think I just want to keep getting Fred Warner's name out there because I just don't think he gets talked about enough nationally.
2: Cynthia, I, I love the 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 gist of the conversation of of basically the polos on the sideline being a weapon. I mean, we just you know, that's missed, that's been missed here in Houston for a long time. So we talk a lot about it. I, I love, I love hitting that dynamic of what potentially could be the Super Bowl. but, but Cynthia, I know you're into, I tried to look over like your social media and kind of, kind of get a, get a grasp on what it is uh, that you do, where we can find you. And I just said to hell with it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to ask her to, to explain <laughs> that. So tell our listeners where they can find all of your work and, and what all you're up yeah. to. Yeah.
0: Well, I have a new article that comes out today, nfl.com slash Freeland. It's like the major strength of each of the four remaining teams, so what they do absolutely best. I'm on NFL Network on a lot of different shows, game day morning. We have a six-hour show on Sunday, which is long, game day view on Friday. That re-airs on Saturday as well. And then Total Access and NFL Now and during the season, NFL Fantasy Live. So just go to NFL Network. You'll find it at nfl.com or NFL Network. You'll, you'll figure it out from there.
2: And, we'll the, and the easiest thing, right, is, is just at C Freeland. F R E L U N D yep. on Twitter, and then you you can figure yep. your way from there.
0: Exactly,
1: Come perfect. On. Oh, so you had to deal with Michael Irvin then?
0: You had to deal- <laughs> oh, I get to I get to deal with Michael Irvin every week. He's like one of my favorite people on the planet. He's like he makes me laugh so hard; it's unreal.
2: W O W. Who's your Who's your favorite, Cynthia? I'm I'm looking at a video on your social media right now of, of you <laughs> smushing uh, somebody's face here. What's who's your Steve
0: favorite? Steve Mariucci? Look, they're all my favorites. I really like. I every year it's like picking your favorite kid. Like every year you kind of do have like one, and then the next year it's the other one, and the next year it's the other one. So at any point in the season, it could be each one of them. But I will. I do have to say that like I like cannot breathe. Sometimes I laugh so hard at some of the things that Irv says. Like you think he's funny when you see him on TV. Like you should see him like when he doesn't have a camera following him. He's even funnier.
2: Show who's your favorite kid right now in this season. You find yourself in. My favorite who? Your favorite kid?
1: I don't. I, I, I all of them are my favorite. They're, they're, they're all my favorites. They're all my favorites.
2: I got one. <laughs> She's
1: my favorite. <laughs> all of my favorites. Oh, Cynthia, man. appreciate you joining us, and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be watching watching you on NFL Network. Thanks,
0: thanks for having me.
1: All right, that's uh, that's Cynthia Freeland uh, does does a lot of great work over there at, at, uh, at NFL Network and catcher. She sits six hours on game day. Good god.
2: Yeah, interesting. Mike's got to pace himself for that. Yeah, interesting follow on social media too, man. There's a lot of like in-game um data analytics um it, it's it's interesting. It, it's it's an interesting follow, so check her out on on uh, on Twitter and go from there.
1: No, yeah, man. You uh yeah, she had she had a lot of good stuff there, but you're right there, boy. In, in these games like the coaches, some of these coaches are going to have to as you would say be weapons.